welcome to session number seven in our series. Hey, today I have with me Sarah and Amber and Josie. And, you know, I love the verses that we've been looking at in this series. They're really helping us move forward continually in life. And last week, we looked at the verses in uh, Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7, that, that show us how to navigate challenges and bumps in the road and remind us that we can bring everything to God in prayer, right? With thanksgiving, and then we receive the peace of God. But we all know that sometimes along the way, we have thoughts that try to steal that peace, right? And so today, that's what we're going to be talking about, our thoughts, what's going on up here. So the verses we're looking at for this week are from 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 4 and 5, which say, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. I love these verses. And as I took time to meditate on these verses, I was reading and I thought, okay, weapons. I have weapons. So that means there's a battle. Mm-hmm. We're in a battle, right? Yep. And so as I'm looking at this, I don't know why this particular time as I was really focusing in on these verses, I saw it laid out as like a what, who, where, and how. So I said, okay, the what is I'm in a battle. We're all in this battle. And then the who is really important because it's not with people. It's not a battle with other people. It tells us it is not carnal. It is a spiritual battle. And we have a very real enemy. And sometimes I hear people say, oh, I don't want to talk about the devil and, and I don't want to fight the devil. Well, he's fighting us all the time. He does everything he can to keep us from moving forward in God's purposes for our lives, right? So shouldn't we engage in that battle? We should. And we can because we've been given spiritual weapons to be able to do that. That's how we fight. But the where it happens is up here. And I think sometimes we lose sight of that. The battle, according to this verse, so much of it is happening in our thoughts, in our mind. And we need to recognize that and be able to engage in that and realize, okay, if it's happening up here, that means I've got home field advantage, right? right. (laughs) And, And I have been given these spiritual weapons that can annihilate him. So, you know, God gives us the weapons of his word and authority through Jesus. So we have these weapons and he tells us how to take him out. And we can do that by catching our thoughts, bringing them into captivity. And we need to remember that and and realize that if we 
decide we don't want to fight, if we don't take charge of what's happening up here, if we don't take those thoughts captive, then we're just saying, I don't, I don't want to engage in battle, I don't want to fight, and what happens if we're in a battle and we don't fight? Yeah. We're going to get trampled, right? Yeah. Uh, we're going to get wiped out. You know, so we have been given everything we need, but we have to act upon it. We have the power to destroy strongholds, to destroy the lies of the enemy, everything that would try to become bigger in our minds than the truth of God. So it's our responsibility to fight and to take charge of what's happening up here. So that's what really stood out to me as I took time to meditate on these verses. What stands out to you guys? Yeah, that that's awesome. You know, as I was meditating on this verse, I was just so encouraged to really think, wow, like heaven's weapons are at my disposal yeah. Yeah. and nothing yeah. can stand against heaven's yeah. weapons. I love that. You know, the Bible tells us in Romans that if God is for us, who can be against exactly. us? And so I just felt so empowered to be able to tackle whatever's ahead of me, whatever comes at me, knowing that I have God's weapons at my disposal. Yes. Um, but then taking this verse, you know, phrase by phrase and word by word, that phrase taking everything captive, every thought captive. Yeah. I've always thought of that as being like fleeting thoughts that kind of come at you sporadically, you know? But as I was meditating on this, I began to realize this is way more than that. This is actually our um, process of thinking, our ways of thinking. And sometimes those things just become so deeply ingrained in us. Yeah. They become habitual and we don't even realize that we're thinking that way, um, which, ends up in those patterns becoming strongholds in our yeah. lives. Yeah. And um, so it's so encouraging to know that I have the power and the authority to come against that and be victorious in that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. awesome. Yeah, I love that, Sarah. And I think that little piece of the scripture stuck out to me as well, um, where it says bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, because before it becomes a stronghold, you know, a thought comes. And so when we have God's word in our heart, when that thought comes, it gets checked real quick. Mm -hmm. And so when we have God's truth, then it shows us, okay, that's a lie. That's not God's truth. And so then we can check it before it comes, you know, becomes a stronghold in our life. And so I love that you thought of that when you were meditating on it, because as I was asking God, show me what you want to show me. That's exactly what he showed me is, you know, when it starts as a thought, when we have God's word close to our heart, it shows that it's a lie. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Yeah. When I was um, looking at this verse, I read it in the Passion Translation, and it says this, For although we live in the natural realm, we don't wage a military campaign employing human weapons, using manipulation to achieve our aims. Instead, our spiritual weapons are energized with divine power to effectively dismantle the defenses behind which people hide. We can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and breaks and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. We capture like prisoners of war every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the anointed one. And I was just so reminded that I'm partnering with God like yeah, in this spiritual right. battle and I have him to help me in the natural realm in my life of what's going on to fight yeah. that battle. Yeah. yeah. So good because yes, we have a responsibility, but also what a privilege. Mm -hmm. yeah. What a privilege yeah. to use these 
spiritual weapons that have been given to us. Like, that's an honor to partner with God. Yeah, I don't want to ever lose sight of that and, and be afraid to do that. No, this is a privilege to be able to do this so that we can move forward in all that God has for us. And, you know, I, I love that, that God asks that of us, that, you know, we're not puppets. He doesn't just say, okay, this is what you're doing. You're push, pushing us forward and this is, this is how you're going to do it. No, he, he's given us a will and he wants us to make the choice. And um, it's up to us to take that responsibility. So as we next talk about how we apply this verse to our lives, um, I, I like to think about that responsibility I have and, and really it's not going to happen if I'm not aware of what I'm thinking. You know, like I need to be aware of my thoughts if I'm going to take them captive. And I know sometimes I've talked with people who have said, I have been praying for God to take my thoughts captive and it's just not working. Well, that's because it's our job. It's our job to do that. And so in order to do that, we've got to be aware. What are we thinking? And then once we're aware of what we're thinking, then we take them captive. And we can do that in different ways. But really, if we're going to bring them into the obedience of Christ, which the, uh, this verse tells us, then that means we need to bring them to the Word of God. Yeah. Say, okay, does this thought match up and come into alignment or agreement with God's Word, with God's nature? And if it doesn't, then we need to make an adjustment. Say, okay, then that has no place up here. I have no room for that up here. So I'm, I'm going to replace it with what the Word of God says. And, you know, sometimes I've heard people say, well, there's not an exact scripture like about this. I don't know. Well, does it line up with his nature, with his character, with the overall what he says about us? I know for myself, even from being really young, so often I battled with feeling like I was uh, disliked and um, and even unwanted to be around, you know. Um, and I don't know, being the, the youngest, a lot younger than the other siblings, I was the pesky little sister, you know, so maybe it stems from that, I don't know. <laughs> but, but so there was always this thing that would just like pop up now and then within me and then I remember one time actually feeling like like I had really bought into this lie that I was so disliked and um, and having to really come to a place of okay this is not the heart of God this is not what God's Word says about me and but it had gone on for a while so it had become that pattern like you're talking about and so I had to replace that with the word and let the word destroy that pattern mm -hmm. and it was a process of doing that but there's such freedom in that and we have so much freedom available to us if we just put God's word to work in our lives how do you guys apply this verse yeah when I was reading this verse I thought the first way I needed to apply it was just simply ask God okay father 
what are the thoughts? What are the things I'm repeating over and over in my mind right. that are a stronghold or could become a stronghold in my life? And just taking the time to hear from him on that. And, um, you know, he showed me sometimes I think I have him all figured out. <laughs> and um, it's just a prideful way of thinking. And sometimes I'll act on something without even praying about it. And um, sometimes I won't pray about it because I think, oh, I know what he's going to say. I don't need to pray about it. And that's, that's just so silly. Um, but he brought that to my attention, that that's a prideful way of thinking. It's exalted itself above him and above my pursuit of him. And I don't want that in my life. So I've got to take those thoughts captive. I've got to stop them in their tracks. Yep. And I've got to make them submit to the authority of Jesus. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because if I continue down that road, I'm going to be complacent. Yeah. I'm going to be living independently of Him. And I might even stop praying. And I don't want to do any of that. Right. Because so, yeah. that doesn't bring you moving forward. Absolutely. That's so good, Sarah. I think as I was asking God, how, how do I apply this in my life personally? I think sometimes I get thoughts of, you know, uh, where it brings fear or insecurity in my life. And I think I don't want that. I don't want to walk in fear. I don't want to walk in insecurity. That's not going to lead me to the things that God's called me to. And so um, when I have God's word in my heart, I was challenged again to just continue to, to press into God's word. And, you know, even thinking about this study and, and what we're doing at Bridge Women, that's exactly the tool that we need to continue to memorize and know God's word. So it calls out the lies. And for me specifically, calls out that fear, calls out that insecurity mm -hmm. and whatever is in our life that's not of God. So that's yeah. how I apply it. Yeah. And I love how you said that it's a tool. This study yeah. right now is a tool. And so when I was looking how this applies to my life, I was just thinking that sometimes my spiritual battery is just on low. You know, it has that blinking light or there's a little bit of battery life. And so I need to plug it back in. And so I just, one of the ways that really just recharges that and refills that is just listening to worship music, having it on, reminding me that like, that has authority over whatever I'm thinking in my head, whatever the worship song is saying. I can find one that kind of applies to what's going on in life. And I just, it takes a lot of that noise and stuff out of my mind. And I'm able to focus on the spiritual side of things, not my natural logic or what I'm trying to sort out or figure out in my own mind and my own logic, but really just letting God just with his spiritual weapons to just yeah. deal with those things. Yeah. That's so good. And worship is a weapon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great, Josie. You know, Sarah, I've heard you say before, too, about how um, you've made a chart before. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's <laughs> such a great tool. Share that with us. Yeah, I mean, it's a little nerdy, maybe not for everybody, but it works great <laughs> it's, for me. It's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, when those thoughts come and, you know, maybe it's fear wanting to take over or maybe it's feeling like, I'm not worthy to be loved by God, or maybe it's anxiety, maybe, you know, whatever, whatever it is, I'll take it and I'll just write it out. Like, okay, I think God doesn't love me enough to blah, 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 or I'm not good enough, blah, 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 or, you know, whatever those things are. And then I'll go to the word and I'll find a scripture that refutes it. And so I'll have the lie on one side, the truth on the other, so that I can take that and replace it with the truth and that way it's brought back into um, submission yeah. to Jesus and yeah. it's under his authority in my mind now. Yeah. I love that. Writing it out is a really powerful tool. Yeah. I have done that in my life. And, and sometimes it looks silly. Once you put it on paper, you're like, oh, why was I worried about that? There's yeah. just something powerful about writing it out. Exactly. And 
Yeah, I think that's why it works so well, <laughs> because we realize how silly it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we could say, okay, God, all right, I yeah. don't need to be carrying that anymore, because when right. it's up here, it doesn't feel silly. Right. But once it's on paper, yeah. we, we, <laughs> it looks pretty we, silly. <laughs> we have a different perspective. Yeah. <laughs> so those are all great tools to apply these verses to our lives. But we want to proclaim it. We want to let it come out of our mouths as well. And Amber, I know that you make some declarations yes. to proclaim about this verse. Can you share those with us? Yeah. Um, I just want to encourage anyone, you know, reading through this verse that, you know, write out some statements that really make it personal. Because when you make it personal, then you understand God's heart because it yeah. is personal yeah, and it's, yes. it's not just general. And so um, these are just a few of those statements. So the first one is, God, I will remember that I don't fight the way the world does. I fight with spiritual weapons. Your word is one of this, one of them, sorry. Because of this, I am ready for any thought that comes to my mind because your word shows me the truth and points out the lies. I don't have to worry about believing a wrong thought because your word and truth is constantly in front of me. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Proclamation is a powerful tool. There's something that happens yeah. when it comes out of our mouth. Yep. So that's awesome. And I want to just pray with everyone before we conclude today. Just join us as we pray. Father, God, we're so grateful for your word. Thank you for the truth of your word. Thank you yes. that you have given us spiritual weapons for this spiritual battle that we are in. It's nothing that we need to be afraid of because the victory is ours. Those spiritual weapons you have given us already will walk us into freedom, but God help us to be women that will use them, that will put them to work in our lives, who will apply these verses to our lives, not just hear it and walk away. God help us to be doers of your word so that we can truly move forward into all that you have for us in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, we want to encourage you this week to use your study journals. Walk through the process this week of mapping these verses. Let the Word of God map your life. And here's some discussion questions to talk about in your groups.